Welcome back to ParCast Daily. This month, we're featuring mini-episodes from the female criminal special series Black Widow Watch. Today, we're discussing Lida Southard, who made money by collecting on the insurance policies of the husbands she murdered. You can check out more Black Widow episodes all month long by subscribing to Female Criminals. Listen free every day on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. In 1907, the 15-year-old Lida Trueblood fell in love for the very first time. Robert Dooley made her heart flutter, her knees weaken. He was unlike any boy she'd ever met before. Which is why Lida was heartbroken when her father moved the family 1,300 miles away, from Keatsville, Missouri, to Twin Falls, Idaho. But that didn't stop young love. Robert, along with his brother Ed, followed the blue-eyed beauty to Idaho. And in 1912, the 20-year-old couple got married. Two years later, they had a baby girl named Lorraine. It seemed like happily ever after for the fairy tale romance. Until tragedy struck in 1915. Lorraine died suddenly. Bad water from a well, the doctors claimed. Within a few months, Robert's brother Ed passed away as well, a victim of food poisoning. And by the end of the year, Lida lost her husband to typhoid as well. Now, all Lida had was the money these men left behind. By today's measure, about $53,000 worth of life insurance policies. But she also had one very dangerous secret. Food poisoning and typhoid fever were not the cause of death after all. Lida Trueblood was. Welcome to Black Widow Watch. Like the deadly spider they're named for, many female criminals have used the promise of love to trap and kill their victims. These men believed they'd found the person they would spend their lives with. Instead, they'd wandered right into the web of a deadly predator. Throughout this month, I'm taking a look at the world's most notorious black widows. In these episodes, I'll uncover what made these women decide to murder the people they'd vowed to love and cherish. We'll detail the specific methods they used to carry out these ends. And finally, we'll explore what made their respective prey susceptible to the charms of a predator in disguise. Today, we're discussing Lida Southard, also known as Lida Trueblood, a serial widow who used illness to disguise her crimes. Lida convinced her lovers to take out a life insurance policy just before meeting their fate at her hands. More on Lida Southard after this. Now back to our Black Widow. After the loss of her husband, brother-in-law, and daughter, 26-year-old Lida buried her grief in new love. In 1917, she took an interest in a local Twin Falls waiter named William McAfee. Her petite figure and delicate features helped to seduce the man, and within months, the couple was married. They then decided to relocate to Montana. 
There, Lida convinced McAfee to take out a $5,000 life insurance policy, worth over $100,000 today. McAfee had no reason to argue and declared his new bride the beneficiary. But by October of 1918, McAfee had also died. The doctor blamed the flu, coupled with a bad case of diphtheria, a bacterial infection of the nose and throat. No one had reason to suspect Lida's involvement, probably because McAfee forgot to pay the premiums on his life insurance policy. So Lida was left with nothing. But that didn't stop her from trying again. In 1919, Lida met auto salesman Harlan Lewis in Billings, Montana. They were married by June of that year. Again, he took out an insurance policy worth $100,000 today. A month later, he too was dead. The cause of death was ruled as gastroenteritis, otherwise known as infectious diarrhea. And this time, Lida got her money, but she knew she would have to change her identity if she was going to keep playing this game. So in 1920, Lida returned to Idaho and met a man named Edward Meyer. She went by the alias Anna McAfee and used the same methods of seduction to get married by August. A month later, Meyer allegedly died from typhoid. But when Lida contacted the insurance company about her money, she was rejected for reasons unknown, and Anna McAfee simply disappeared. But Lida's fatal marriages hadn't gone completely undetected. A Twin Falls detective by the name of Virgil Ormsby began looking into Lida's string of dead husbands. He found that all of her grooms had died under mysterious circumstances shortly after establishing their insurance policies. It couldn't be a coincidence. Ormsby found that after William McAfee, Lida's second husband, had died, she sold the house and moved, but she left behind a large bundle of flytrap paper which was known to contain arsenic, and the poison could easily be removed if it was soaked in water. Ormsby ordered that each of her husband's bodies be exhumed and tested for arsenic. Lida had poisoned each one. With medical knowledge still underdeveloped in the early 1900s, Lida's poisonings had been mistaken for natural causes. But while Ormsby built his case, Lida had already moved on to her next victim. In May of 1921, Lida was living with a Navy chief officer stationed in Hawaii's Pearl Harbor, a man named Paul Southard. The couple had been married in November of the previous year, but unlike the others, Southard refused to take out an insurance policy. He had government coverage and didn't see the point. Southard's stubbornness saved his life. By June of 1921, Lida was arrested and brought back to Idaho to stand trial for her convictions. She was found guilty of second-degree murder and was given 10 years to life. But a decade later, Lida escaped prison with the help of two new men who had fallen under her spell. One was a prison guard and the other an ex-con who acted as her pen pal turned getaway driver. 
Lida was free for 15 months before she was caught and returned to prison. She was finally released in 1941 by the governor of Idaho. Ultimately, he believed she would just find another man who would continue to set her free. In 1958, Lida Souther died of a heart attack at the age of 66. She was completely alone, without love, and unable to bring any of that money with her into the afterlife. Thanks for listening. We'll be back tomorrow to examine the twisted web of yet another Black Widow. For more villainous women, you can catch episodes of Female Criminals for free on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts.